0: Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Mavs Court Report with your host Larry Lees. Join us every Friday night as we dive into the latest news and headlines surrounding your Dallas Mavericks. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms. Welcome to the Mavs Court Report. I'm your host Larry Lees, and on today's episode, we dive into the latest headlines from around the Dallas Mavericks. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Game Time, for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking for the best place to find Dallas Maverick tickets or tickets to any kind of event, whether it's comedy shows, concerts, um, or other sporting events, check out Game Time today. Use the link in the description and help support the channel. And now on to today's first topic, three takeaways from the win over the Warriors. The Dallas Mavericks snapped their four-game losing streak with a 116-113 win over the Golden State Warriors on Tuesday, behind a 41-point triple-double from Guka. The 23-year-old superstar was unstoppable at the American Airlines Center, and the Mavs picked up a much-needed win. It was billed as a matchup between arguably the two best point guards in the NBA, and it lived up to it on Tuesday night. Steph Curry was outstanding for the Warriors as he went for 32 points in 38 minutes of action. Ultimately, Luca had the bigger game and lifted his team to the win. The Mavs won a wild game against the defending NBA champions, and there was plenty to take away from the contest, including Luca's historic night and how the lineup changes impacted things. So we're going to take a look at the three biggest things. At number three, bench and free throw woes. The Mavs changed up their starting lineup on Tuesday in hopes of keeping up with the Warriors. Golden State's opening group, has been phenomenal this season, but their bench has struggled. It was the exact opposite on Tuesday night. The Mavericks starters dominated the play, but their bench struggled. Head coach Jason Kidd used a 10-man rotation against the Dubs. And all five bench players had a negative plus-minus, with Josh Green having the best game. The 22-year-old produced 13 points on 5-7 shooting, but the Mavericks bench was subpar on November 29th. The free throw, free throw shooting, was returned as well. Dallas was just 17-27 from the foul line, with Luka missing 6 of his 15. The Mavs have struggled to make their freebies all year, and it nearly cost them the game on Tuesday. So number two, THJ shines and start. The Mavs put Tim Hardaway Jr. in the starting five against the Bucks as Reggie Bullock rested. Head coach Jason Kidd liked the way his offense played despite the loss, so he decided to keep him in the opening group even with Bullock back. The Mavs were hoping it would snap both players out of their shooting slumps and it certainly did for Hardaway Jr. The 6-5 wing scored 22 points on 8 of 16 shooting from the field, including making five three-pointers. Hardaway Jr. had one of his best games of the season and he helped spark the team's offense was plus 19 in his 31 minutes on the floor on Tuesday night, and four players in the starting lineup were a positive against defending champions. Spencer Dinwiddie sat at zero after 23 minutes when he was ejected for picking up a flagrant two-foul. The 6-5 guard was leading the second unit when Luca was on the bench, which is why he was the only starter that did not finish with a positive plus-minus. Expect Hardaway Jr. to stick in the starting five after Tuesday's game. He gave the team a lift and finally broke out of a shooting slump. The Mavericks need more scoring and shot making, so getting THJ on track is important to their success moving forward. Next up, in number one, Luka goes off. Fans know that Luka plays his best when the lights are the brightest. The defending champion visit visiting Dallas and the chance the Mavs to get a bit of revenge on the team that eliminated them from the playoffs last season was all number 77 needed to absolutely go off on Tuesday night. Luka had 11 first quarter points and 17 at halftime before exploding for 15 in the third. He was one assist shy of a triple-double after 36 minutes and the Warriors had absolutely no answer for Luka on November 29th. Luka was forced back onto the floor early in the fourth after Dinwiddie was ejected and he notched his fifth triple-double of the season the 51st of his career with 8 minutes left in the contest. number 77 was far from done, there as he finished with 41 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, 4 steals, and 1 block and 39 minutes of action on Tuesday night. He made 14-27 from the field, including hitting 4 triples in the victory. Luca has been unstoppable all season, and he had another masterful performance on November 29th against the defending champions. He was tied for the fourth most in NBA history with 13 35-plus point triple-doubles. It was a joy to watch, and the 23-year-old superstar figures to be a fixture in the MVP race all season. The Mavericks have a two-game road trip as they head to Detroit and New York. It will be the first time facing Jalen Brunson when they head to the Big Apple, and the two-game trip will be the perfect chance to find their footing on the road. What will Luka and the Mavs do next? Tune in to find out. Let us know your thoughts on the Mavs' victory over the Warriors. Is there something we missed? Something we should have covered? Let us know. And now on to our next topic. What does Kemba Walker bring to Dallas? The Dallas Mavericks have lost four straight games in the front office needed to get Superstar, Luka, or help. The 23-year-old leads the MVP league, excuse me, in scoring, but the team is just 9-10 and 10 to open the season. Luka is among the MVP frontrunners, but he won't have a chance to win the award if the Mavs do not perform better. front office took the first step in improving their roster on November 28th when they released Campazo to sign Kimba Walker. The four-time All-Star guard could have signed max contract with the Mavs in 2019, but he chose to sign with the Celtics. He has since dealt with multiple knee injuries, and his production has plummeted. Walker was sent home by the Knicks last season, and they traded him to Detroit during the offseason, where he was released just before the season. Walker has been staying in shape, but he was without a team until Monday morning. So what should fans expect from the 32-year-old point guard? Vintage Kemba was unstoppable, but he is far from that player today. Still, he is above-average three-point shooter that shot over 39% on his catch-and-shoot tries for three straight seasons. Walker will have more catch-and-shoot opportunities with Luca and Spencer ready to share the floor with him. Walker also scored .96 points per possession as a pick-and-roll ball handler last season, which rated in the top 21% of the league, and he ran that action the fifth most frequently of any player in the league. The Mavs love to run spread, pick-and-roll, and and Walker gives them another capable ball handler and playmaker that can jumpstart their offense. The lack of playmaking has been on full display as the Mavericks have lost five of their last six games prior to their victory against the Warriors. Teams have often doubled Luka and forced someone else to defeat them. When Dinwiddie is off the floor, Dallas has nowhere to turn. Behind their two starting guards, Christian Wood is the top playmaker and everyone else is best suited as a catch-and-shoot or finish option. Hopefully Kemba provides some offensive juice in Dallas. The best case scenario here is Derrick Rose. The 6'3 guard was nearly out of the league after the 2017-2018 season. Knee knee injuries wrecked havoc on his career before he caught on with the Timberwolves and became a six-man-of-the-year candidate. Rose has since had four productive seasons. Kemba has the talent. He just needs the fit and health to be a productive backup guard in the league. Walker got buckets last season, and he will again in Dallas. Fans can see a difficult finish from his time with the Knicks. It will be interesting to see how much head coach Jason Kidd turns to Walker because his defense has always been a question mark. He rated 136th of 299 qualified players at 538's defensive Raptor last season. Can Walker hold his own on the defensive end of the floor? Expect him to be below average, but all the Mavericks need is passable for Kemba to make a difference. Kemba will get a shot to join the Dallas Mavericks rotation. The team desperately needs another ball handler and playmaker, and Kemba averaged 11.6 points and 3.5 assists in 25.6 minutes per game last season. He gives Dallas the third ball handler and playmaker they lacked since the departure of Jalen Brunson. It will be interesting to see what kind of impact Walker can have in Dallas on a veteran minimum deal. The Mavericks have zero interest in wasting one year of Lucas' prime, so expect them to make more moves ahead of February's trade deadline to try to improve the roster around number 77. How much can they? Well, stay tuned to find out. Let us know your thoughts on Kemba Walker coming to Dallas. Is it good? Is it bad? Let us know. Next up, these are five things that Mavericks need to improve to get back on track. And... Despite their snapping in the losing streak, these still do apply to the Mavericks. Going back a bit further, the Mavericks have just three wins in their last nine contests to fall to 9 9 on the season. Luka has been fantastic and he is among the front runners for MVP. So, why are the Mavs struggling? Dallas has a flawed roster that features too many catch and shoot options but they still have the 7th best net rating in the NBA. Nearly every number suggests that the Mavericks are a better team than their record. That does not mean they will immediately turn around though. These are 5 things the Mavs need to do to better get back on track. Luka and company want to make another deep playoff run, but that will not happen unless they start executing better in these situations. Number 5. Clutch Time 14 of the Mavs' first 18 games this season have been classified as clutch per NBA stats, which means the score has been within 5 points in the final 5 minutes. Dallas is 7-7 in these contests, which is tied for 16th in the NBA. The defense has been dreadful late in games with a 126.8 defensive rating, which puts their net rating at minus 16.8, which ranks 24th in the league. To make matters worse, their final play execution on offense has left plenty to be desired. Dallas had a shot to tie the game on November 26th against the Raptors, but turned the ball over because of a bad pass. Luka missed a game-winning three-pointer against the Nuggets, but he had to shoot it from 35 feet from the basket. There has been no creative play calling, and Dallas mostly relies on number 77 to bail them out and take a contested final shot. Mavericks unquestionably need to clean up their late game execution. They need to be locked in defensively and keep creating open shots on the offensive end. Number 4 Focus. Basketball is a game of runs, but Dallas needs us to stay focused and locked in throughout the 48 minutes. There have been significant stretches of listless play during this losing streak. The Mavs are not going to have any easy wins this season so they must stay locked in if they want to get to the playoffs and have the opportunity to make a run. Last Saturday against the Raptors, Dallas jumped out to a 15-4 lead to start the game, but Toronto took the lead in the second quarter. The Mavs had just 21 points in the third period. On Wednesday against the Celtics, Dallas allowed 70 first-half points and could not close the gap, despite a strong second half. The Mavericks had an 18-point third quarter and just 41 second-half points in a loss, it's shorthanded Nuggets on November 20th. Luka and company have played a fairly favorable schedule so far, but that has not stopped them from losing to the Pelicans without Zion and Brandon Ingram, the Magic with Banchero, the Wizards without Bradley Beal, and Chris Stapps, the Nuggets without Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, and now the Raptors with Pascal and Scotty Barnes. The Dallas Mavericks are 9-9 after 18 games, and it feels like their season could go any direction. They need to focus and lock in if they want to get back to the postseason, just like they did after last year's slow start. And number three, rebounding. The Mavericks are the worst rebounding team in the NBA through 18 games, and their numbers are even worse over the last five. Dallas plays at a slow pace, but they are still 29th in rebound percentages, and 28th over the most recent five contests. Their woes on the glass stand out in games like last Saturdays. The Raptors grabbed 17 offensive rebounds and they had 25 second chance points. In a game the Mavericks lost by five, giving Toronto 15 additional field goal attempts and 20 extra second chance points proved to be the difference. The Mavs struggled on the glass during their run to the conference finals. They were out-rebounded in nearly every postseason game but they overcame it with three-point shooting. Those jumpers are not falling, and Dallas cannot overcome their rebounding woes any other way. The front office added Christian Wood and JaVale McGee to help solve their issues on the glass, but it has not worked out. McGee has gone from starting to the fringes of the rotation, and Wood alone is not saving the Mavs. It'll be interesting to see if Dallas attempts to solve the rebounding issue before the trade deadline. Number two, Three-point shooting. The Mavs attempt 39 three-pointers per game, which is the fifth most in the NBA, but they are shooting just 34% on the year. They are 20th in three-point percentage. Over the last five games, their three-point attempts are up, and the Mavs have connected on just 31%. Dallas cannot win when they do not make their outside shots. They have too many catch-and-shoot options that are reliant on making their three-pointers to produce anything on the offensive end of the floor. The Mavics' three-point shooting is going to turn around. Dorian Finney-Smith has made 33%, with Luka, Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock, and Maxi Kleber and all under 30%. They simply cannot shoot that poorly if they want to be a playoff team. Per NBA stats, the Mavs create the 6th most wide-open three-pointers per game, but they are 18th in percentage. Open threes are worse as Dallas creates the 2nd most, but sits 22nd in percentage. Open looks are not falling for the Mavericks right now, and they must shoot better if they want to get back into the top six in the Western Conference and avoid the play-in tournament. And finally, number one, non-Luca offense. Luca has done it all for the Mavs. In their first 18 games, when they rested him, Dallas lost to the rebuilding Rockets at the American Airlines Center. The 23-year-old leads the NBA in scoring at the time of possession. He has to be otherworldly for the Mavericks to win right now. The Mavs' non Luca starting five averages just 37 points per game, and 16.8 of those come from Spencer Dinwiddie. Three of the team's five starters combined average just 20.3 points each night. To make matters worse, Dallas only has two ball handlers and playmakers on their roster, so head coach Jason Kidd is forced to stagger the minutes of Luca and Dinwiddie. With only one of them on the floor, the offense can quickly grind to a halt as the opposition doubles and traps to force the lone playmaker to give it up. The Mavericks miss Jalen Brunson clearly, and no player is stepping up to fill that role. They need to acquire additional talent via trade if they want to solve their offensive woes. Luka needs more help, but will the front office give it to him? Will the Mavs clean up their issues and get back on track? Stay tuned to find out, and also... Let us know in the comments section below. Before we move on, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And now on to our next topic. Steph Curry has let fans know why Luka is so unstoppable. Dallas Mavericks topped the Golden State Warriors on Tuesday night in a wild game. Dallas dominated the play with the starters on the floor, but the Warriors bench got them back in the game. It was back and forth throughout much of the second half before Dallas edged ahead the, the final minute and took home the victory to snap a four-game losing streak. The heavyweight showdown between Luka and Steph lived up to its billing. Number 77 had a historic 41-point triple-double, but Curry answered back with 32-5-5 and in the loss. Both players were incredible and gave their teams a chance to win. After the game, Curry talked about Luka and what makes him such a difficult opponent to face. The two-time MVP was not shy in sharing the traits that make 77 impossible to guard. Luka went off against the Warriors on Tuesday night, and Curry gave a candid answer about what makes it so difficult on defending Luka. Saying, quote, I mean his size and ball handling ability just keep you on edge the whole game. That, plus being a three-level scorer, you have to kind of worry about everything. You don't want him to get his step back threes going, so you got to press up on him. But he's shifty, has a great handle. He can get by you, and his court vision is unreal. He's kind of the offensive package of being a playmaker and a scorer. And when is knocking down shots, it's tough. Curry continued by praising his recent play and saying he's been getting better every year, which is true. Luca is always adding something, but it's incredible to think about a three first time All NBA player improving so much. What is Luca's ceiling? He is already mentioned among the all time greats, and number 77 will just keep building on that legacy. Luca is in the running to win his first NBA MVP honor this season. The 23 year old superstar is leading the league in scoring, and his advanced metrics are among the best in the league. The Mavericks need to get back on track for Luka to have a shot to win the award and further cement his greatness. What will Luka do next? Fans can fit something special and Steph Curry let you know why. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered in the comments section below. Is there something we missed? Something we got right? Something we got wrong? Let us know. As always, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search the Mavs Court Report. And... Subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up if you like our video. And thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. This has been the Mavs Court Report with your host, Larry Lees. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And be sure to subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms, including Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts from. Until next Friday, go Mavs!